Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is July 29th, 2023. We're at the end of the month of duty, which falls under the discipline of action. Our episode today, 210, A Cure for the Self. With that, I'll go ahead and read our quote for today. The person who has practiced philosophy as a cure for the self becomes great of soul, filled with confidence, invincible, and greater as you draw near. Seneca, Moral Letters, 111.2 In this passage, Seneca highlights the transformative power of practicing philosophy as a means of self-improvement. When one engages in philosophical philosophical reflection and applies its principles to their life, it becomes a remedy for inner struggles and shortcomings. As a result, the person's soul expands and they develop a sense of self-assurance and resilience. They gain a greater understanding of themselves and their place in the world, which bolsters their confidence and makes them feel unconquerable. Moreover, the more they delve into philosophy and integrate its teachings, the more profound their personal growth becomes. This continuous journey of philosophical inquiry leads to a constant state of self-improvement, making them even greater as they progress along the path of wisdom. So that leads us to today's journal prompt. Where can I find confidence? Confidence is a trait that I would say I've dabbled in. Confidence can come from varying things, both positive and negative, which is where I and others like me find ourselves struggling. In the past, quite a bit of my confidence came from substance use or abuse, mainly alcohol. Alcohol wasn't my only source of self-assurance. However, it seems to be the most damaging long-term. Prior to my graduating high school and entering the real world and job force, my social anxiety was even worse than it is now. Thankfully, I kind of threw myself into a sales job that forced me into speaking in front of multiple people throughout the day. When I think about it this way, I would conclude that practice in a subject or skill builds confidence in it. However, I also compartmentalize a lot of things, so I know that confidence in one area does not necessarily mean confidence in another, which is why cultivating self-esteem and resilience to adversity is important to developing a generalized self-confidence that can withstand the inevitable hurdles life throws our way. Now I know I said that it's important. That doesn't mean that I hold myself to the standard I should when it comes to this task. Letting external factors affect my beliefs is certainly not the proper way to handle conflict or other troubles that may come up.
Still, I allow this when I get overwhelmed. I catastrophize things, blowing them to unrealistic proportions. My self-esteem took a nosedive with my dental work. Unfortunately, I couldn't, un I couldn't accept or understand that Sunflower would love me despite my appearance, in turn making me nervous that she would leave and causing more friction between us because I didn't believe her. Spiraling on a regular basis about how my life was a mess, or how much of a setback it was for me, or is for me. Maybe had I taken a step back and realized how much I had, I wouldn't have been so worried about what I didn't have. I let my identity be too wrapped up in my vanity and status of employment. These things don't give me worth as a human being, though. It's moments like this that I try to figure out what it is that drew Sunflower to me in the first place. I think compassion and kindness are the big ones. So what happened? Did I start slacking in this area? Or was it that it wasn't enough? Likely both, to be honest. I took having her in my life for granted, like it was guaranteed. And let's face it, nothing in life is guaranteed other than change and death. So, it was undoubtedly foolish for me to think that she would stay in my life regardless of circumstances. Not everyone has the same conviction when it comes to relationships that I do. I have it in my mind that things can be compromised to reach a harmonious life together. And as I've learned, others are less likely to put up with my issues than I am theirs. That being said, I was very harsh and critical of Sunflower, as we did have a rocky kickoff point for our relationship. To the extent that she was under the impression I hated her for the first 8 to 10 months at least. This is my fault, and mine alone. I didn't trust her, nor was I quiet about it. I disapproved of a lot of actions leading up to her and I getting together. The lack of confidence that I had in the relationship poured over into her line of thinking. I tainted her positivity with my negative outlook on life, which I abhor when my goal and intention was to be the partner she needed and wanted. However, by the time I realized that me simply showing my affection in the way I wanted to would have been enough. However, by the time I realized it, my simply showing my affection in the way I would have wanted to would have been enough, it was already too late. I let my past memories of being told that I'm suffocating when it comes to my love affect how I treated her in this way. I was avoidant of being so over the top, worrying that if I acted that way, I would be seen as unfavorable or overly exaggerating my emotions. Now that I've been leaving notes and drawings around for her or trying to join in activities that she enjoys more, which I already was doing, just not to the extent I have recently, I'm finding that this is the kind of behavior she wanted from me in the first place. Again, it's a little too late though. She's made that very clear. Notably, confidence comes from our inner thoughts and having faith that our actions are morally aligned with nature. It comes with experience and an awareness of not only ourselves, but those around us and how we affect them. 
if what is guiding our decisions is our rational mind, then we shouldn't have any reason to be meek about said actions. My skeptical side causes more harm than it's worth most times. It fills my head with fallacies that I don't always notice or do anything to overcome. This comes at the cost of relationships and my own sanity more often than not. Reminding myself of past achievements or obstacles I've made it through should help foster more self-reliance, as I take notice of the strength and courage I've had before. Getting through this transition, as painful as it is, will hopefully lead to growth in the end. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so that I can return to the tasks that matter to me. I'm eager to continue to learn more about myself and develop new or unused skills. I hope that I do get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love. I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life take time. I do enjoy journaling as it helps me to reflect daily and I recommend everyone try it for a while. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.